The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller, with you on this Tuesday, third day of March 2020. And uh, I had occasion to open up my email. I've had this fine woman on before, uh, Dr. Marilyn M. Singleton. She's an MD, JD. And she wrote an article, Gone Too Far, Drag Queen Lunacy and Child Abuse. Well, if you remember yesterday's program, I, I was simply stating that and admonishing that people are always complaining, Bob, well, but what can we do? Well, I've covered the issue of what they've been using the public fool system is a transmission belt for their propaganda, straight out of the Communist Manifesto, pointed out that, you know, these people really don't have a right to be doing this. These are the school districts. These are the teachers that are getting together. I mean, it's to the point now that the children don't even have to report to their parents what is going on with them. And these are minors, folks. These are minors. Their thought process is we own these children and we're going to do what we necessarily feel we have to, with or without your permission. Well, I posted the article up today. Uh, science deniers are teaching and molding our children, regardless of scientific data about genetics and biology. For several years, California laws allowed students to participate in sex-segregated school programs, activities, and facilities, including bathrooms, locker rooms, and athletic teams consistent with their gender identity, regardless of the gender listed on the student's record. Ignoring reality, the House of Representatives passed the Equality Act, which requires schools to allow biological males who identify as girls to compete in female sports, ironically uh, uh, disadvantaging women. And where's the women's group on this? They're, They're absolutely silent. They're too busy still burning bras. Would ethical physicians ever consider acquiescing to the demands of a patient with body integrity disorder? The age at which children are medicalized is getting younger. Puberty, puberty drug, uh, drug, uh, blocking drugs. I, I, I'm reading this and I can't believe I'm reading it. Puberty blocking drugs are routinely given to prepubescent children. Girls as young as 12 are injected with testosterone, while teen boys are treated with feminizing hormones. The rate of Gender-confirming surgeries are increasing each year, 
and are being performed on minor children. Girls as young as 16 have had their breast and uterus and ovaries removed. Given the uncertainties and fluidity of childhood gender issues, invasive medical intervention crosses the line into child abuse. That is putting it mildly. This is criminal, folks. Dr. Singleton, are you with me? I sure am. Who was that woman who wrote that? Uh, That must have been you. (laughs) Uh, And it hurt every my hand to write every word the this whole thing as a physician it i can't tell you how much it bothers me they they are teaching the children i mean we we just saw this happen in new york yesterday concerned citizens got together and they blocked the new york public public library from bringing in the drag queens for the drag queen story hour for our children And I looked at that, and I thought, that's fine. Public libraries, well, that's paid with people's tax dollars. And I'm looking at this and going, well, our schools are paid for with our tax dollars. But I don't remember the curriculum, reading, writing, and arithmetic, meaning that you've got to go in and get the um, hell-bent, we're here to change you and confuse you, you child. You know, in this country, you know, you've got a law degree in this country, you can't sign contracts. You can't do anything until the age of 18, and there's a reason for that. It's called maturity and experience. And just because you're 18, you could be way behind the curve or maybe a little bit ahead. But that's not an arbitrary date that they picked or age requirement. They figured, okay, well, we've got to come up with something, so at least 18 years of age. Uh, and many things are age 21, and most of the new neurological studies show that I hate to say this, but male brains aren't uh, truly formed until 28, and perhaps female brains a bit sooner. <laughs> okay. I, 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 personal experience, I can vouch for that one. <laughs> and, and we have a hard enough time growing up in this world. The parent's job, it used to be to keep you safe, get the required stuff that you need once you pass on, and now there a lot of kids are back in moms and dads houses and are living in the basements because the economy sucks even though they're telling us it's so great but the parents job is to try to equip those children with every uh, every bit of experience and every bit of advice that they can in, impart to these children to set them to go live life in this world and dr singleton when i look at this and I see them teaching. They're, they're in there gendering and talking to five-year-old children about gender identity. Now, I, I, doc, I, Doctor, I don't know about you, but I didn't really start to pay attention to any of that sort of thing until I started noticing body changes happening with me, going through puberty. And I thought, oh, okay, something new has been added. But That's right. And I, when all this stuff started coming to fore. I thought back to when I was a little kid and certainly not at that age in kindergarten. You're not even, you don't even know what sex is and teaching children about, Oh, you might like boys or you might like girls. You don't like any of them at that point. And you don't think of yourself really as anything. And to 
over and over discuss it has to make children wonder, why are they talking about this so much? This must be something I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. And it starts early, sort of leading kids into a world of sexualization and worse, making them think they're somebody they're really not. They're too young to have really chosen that. And then once the teachers and whomever else buys into it, well, of course they're going to do whatever the adults want them to do to, to please the adults. There's so many factors involved in this that you think, why don't we just leave them alone? Let them develop. That's what, and, and the school's job was reading, writing, and arithmetic. It, it, you learned how to read. You learned how to do your math. <clears throat> you learned English, sentence composition. You learned how to read. You learned all of that stuff. It was never the purview of a supposed school or school system to go in and start scrambling your child's mind over issues of sexuality. I, Doctor, I, I talked to you earlier today. I said they've got no right and they've got no authorization to do this. And you said that's correct. And just yesterday on this program, I was telling people, have you showed up at your PTA? Have you gone to a, a parents-teacher association meeting? Have you contacted your school principal? Have you talked to your child's teachers? Have you gone to a school board meeting? Have you really let them know how you feel and you're not going to just give a two-minute dissertation for your content in front of some board and then politely told that you're dismissed, your time is up. How about lawsuits? How about ripping these people right out of the chairs that they're sitting in, doctor? Oh, my goodness. And we do have ourselves to blame if, if we don't go down there and talk to them. Sadly, groups of people have gone to school boards, certainly in my area, to no avail. And we are the ones paying their salaries. We are the ones supporting the schools. And it boggles my mind that they can get away with this, that we let them get away with it. And sadly, what people end up doing is pulling their children out of school yeah. and homeschooling. Yeah. But everyone can't afford to do that. Well, it's not only, and, and doctor, you just hit upon one of my little bailiwicks over all of these years. You know, I, I and homeschooling, and I understand, I probably understand better than most parents do, the importance of getting your children out of that poison environment and homeschooling them. It's just another form of bonding, the parent with their children. It's quality time spent. You know, it is, it's a wonderful thing. But here's my problem with just extracting, you know, uh, Billie Jean or... Bobby Sue or Billy Bob out of school and taking them home and homeschooling. It's leaving the existing poisoning system intact to poison more minds. Exactly. And unfortunately, in so many cases, that's what we end up doing. We can't change the system, so we escape the system. And 
schools are too expansive and there's too many children involved that this is one time I think all of us, whether we're current parents or not, have to put our foot down and say, no, this has gone too far. You cannot do this to our children. And teachers, yes, they have a role. They're, if they see someone being bullied, they can break up fights and make sure children aren't physically hurt. But many times, just like if you try to break up dogs fighting, kids seem to be able to work out their issues on their own. Now, I'm not talking if somebody's physically pounding another child, but when kids have arguments and best friends are suddenly not best friends the next day, magically they seem to work it out. And sometimes the adults need to back off. Well, <laughs> I had a principal when I was in the sixth grade. We had a school bully, and this kid terrified me. And... I went to talk to the principal, and the principal says, well, we don't allow fighting on school grounds. But after he did his required, I'm the principal of the school, and here's the general policy, he sat me down and he said, now, this conversation's not for the record. He said, this is what I want you to do. The next time that this boy picks on you, you tell him to stop. And if he does not stop and he swings at you, you swing back at him. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, but he's a lot bigger than me. He'll probably kick my butt, sir. And he said, the way you make bullies go away is you stand up to them. They're looking for the easy victim and you will no longer be that. Well, guess what transpired the very next week? And I never had another problem. Yeah, I got a fat lip over it, but I never got bothered again. That's right. And these are ways that people resolve their problems and how children learn to resolve problems. I think this is one of the reasons we have these so-called so snowflakes when we have the age of everyone gets a participation trophy. And <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I'm seeing the videos are playing in my head of the instances and commercials and all the public propaganda that I've seen revolving around that very subject. It it it. It amazes me because somehow when you have to go apply for a job, everyone will not get it. And you perhaps will be the one who does not get the job. And had you not made the team or um, weren't told, you know, you lost, everybody doesn't win the game, you might be able to accept it more easily when you're a grown up and don't get that job and you Pull yourself up and say, okay, I'll do better on the next interview. Well, they never tell you how many times you can get knocked down, but you're always told to stand back up. But it seems to be an unfair advantage when any time that you try to live your life by a certain code or morality, uh, that you keep running into people that don't share your views, and then you're criticized because... Well, you must be a misogynist, or you must be a hateful, uh, anti-something person. What perception has become reality for a lot of people, and the only thing that they've been pumped full of through this controlled media, which Trump won't, he'll, he'll allude to the fact that it's the fake news, it's the fake media. Well, okay, yeah, I get that, and I understand who, what, where, and why this is going on, and I've named the names. But to the generally dumb public out there, 
oh, it's the news. Well, it's got to be, there's got to be something to it because they're all talking about the same thing in pretty much the same fashion. This is an organized propagandizing machine that the American people have been subjected to for a number of years. And it's like the Helsinki thing, you know, that you, if you get kidnapped, that somehow you start identifying with your kidnappers and you don't want to see ill to them and you want to see them do well. What do we got, a nation full of Helsinki people running around here? The thing that's interesting, and I can only hope, call, call me a Pollyanna, but listening to the news more and more lately, if anyone ever bothers to switch stations and wonder when the same exact word, and I'm not talking about a simple word, but some descriptive word that's exactly the same used from station to station to station Mm -hmm. and the same story that most people, I think, now are starting to think, hmm, something's going on here. And you can only hope that they'll act on that, read other sources of news, uh, look at perhaps (laughs) British newspaper, some other newspaper to get the news, whether it's online or something you uh, get in your driveway, but you can't trust that either. It's fascinating to me that when you see an overthrow of a system of government, when you see the overthrow of a society, when you see the overthrow of a culture, when you see the tactics of the, let's just call them what they are, the communists out there, and I, I, even Joe Biden, Creepy Joe, the 78-year-old Creepy Joe, just turned down Comey's uh, support because politically, you know, who is Mr. James Comey? Who was Mr. Clapper of the CIA? Who... I, I, and it was amazing to me. I had people, doctor, trying to tell me that Trump is a plant and that this was the way it was supposed to go. Hillary was supposed to be defeated. And I watched. I paid very close attention, probably closer attention than anything I've ever watched or paid attention to in my life. I watched after those elections when they begrudgingly had to admit that Donald Trump had won the presidency. This was an organized, let's go after Trump. And they were so confident, they were so arrogant that Donald Trump was not going to win this nomination. He wasn't to be controlled. He had his own money. They couldn't blackmail him. If they could have, they would have already have done it. Or they couldn't have exposed him on an issue that was really non-presidential to remove him from office. And I looked at this concerted effort not only from our own politicians in Washington, D.C., but the so-called news media, like the teachers doing so much good and confusing our children that our Congress critters are up there doing what? They're not interested in fact or truth. They're running politics, but it has become nasty, and they're getting what they wanted. They want this country divided. Boy, are you so correct. All right, I hear the music here. We'll take the break. My guest today, folks, and she's retired. She's only been retired for a couple of years, but she told me today she still works 60 hours a week. Dr. Marilyn Singleton, MD, JD. And on the story of drag queen lunacy, and guess what? Child abuse, which is exactly 
what it is. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. We have a self-professed socialist running for the Democrats. We've got Pocahontas that this woman, could you really imagine her being in crisis after crisis, being in the White House? Um, <laughs> we have uh, Mr. Bloomberg that just thinks that he can wade in with his billions of dollars and buy an election. You know, so we got an oligarchist, we got a communist, we got Pocahontas, and I don't know, and, and and Creepy Joe that's 78 years old 
and there's something functionally wrong with this guy's brain. He's got the disconnect between his brain and his mouth. And the more the guy talks, the more you wonder, is this really presidential material? Some have even gone as far as to say that maybe it's onset dementia. Well, I'm not going to go to that extreme, but the guy has never been a really sharp cookie uh, that I can remember watching politics all these years. Uh, I mean, and here's a guy that had two runs at being vice president of the United States. And the guy that he used to be in the White House with won't even support him. <laughs> I mean, I, people are numb, doctor. They have been looking at this carnival show and they have had enough of it. And what I think they're doing is just shutting down and shutting off. I think you're absolutely right. It's it's interesting. Uh, out here in California, they started a new voting system in my county where you can vote for 10 days, which talk about open to fraud, but that's a whole other conversation. Mm. Uh, people just kind of trickled in. The first weekend, one voting center just had 25 people. And I think they're not only numb, but disgusted and appalled that out of 330 million people in the United States, this is what they could come up with to run for president. It, it, it boggles my mind. Well, and I've said this, and I've walked through this minefield very carefully, by trying to describe Donald Trump as being the exact president we needed at this kind, this time, and this kind of guy in our country's history. Not what not would have been my first choice if I was picking people that would be best suited for uh the presidency. Of course we never uh we never uh we never have that control anyhow. It's the RNC and the DNC that say, Here, here's your choices. Okay. Well now there is open discussion in circles in Washington DC to do away with the electoral college and just go for what they've wanted all along and that's a direct vote. There's your democracy. As long as you can get garner 51% of the vote in whatever district for whatever guy, he gets the election. But they have this mindset, uh, Marilyn that they can get into office and the prerequisite for taking that seat is to raise your right hand in public affirmation. There's a reason why you have to do it in the light of day and in public, swearing to protect and defend the Constitution, so help me God. What God and what Constitution are they talking about? How does a socialist or a communist take office and swear to protect and defend, take that oath of office when he has neither the capability or evidently the desire to fill it, fulfill that seat representing the people under those set conditions. This is one thing, though, where I think we have to blame the people. You've got to hand it to Bernie Sanders. He's honest about where he's going. He's not like some of these other creatures who've come in office and they pretend to be one thing, but they're really something else. He's come right out and said it, and I guess he's said it in a way that it has lulled people into some sort of odd submission, even though right in the news now, we don't have to go back in history. We have Venezuela, where in people's own lifetime, remember that it was very wealthy, 
It had all these oil reserves, and it had a booming economy. They became socialist, and now people are starving. It's right there in front of our eyes. We you know, don't have to go back to 1918. Do you know the reason why? And I've given this a lot of thought, and there is only one conclusion that I came to. It's called comparative. What do you compare a Bernie Sanders to and what he's talking about versus the form of government and the freedoms and liberty, and more importantly, the responsibility that comes with that? We are talking, and he is speaking to a younger generation out there that has absolutely no idea what he's talking about. The man is giving away Disneyland tickets, and they're lining up for him. It's interesting, you know, you say that, and I think about when you travel to another country, and particularly a developing country, where they love America, they love the freedoms that are here, and most of these folks, perhaps they haven't been anyplace else, and don't realize how wonderful our country is and what made it so wonderful, the fact that people can do what they want to do and they don't have the government, uh, to a certain degree, telling them how to live their daily lives. Well, and that's exactly, we've been fighting for independence and keep the government small and these clowns are inviting them in and saying, write your own ticket, we'll be subservient and we'll just lapdog it along right along with you. It's the most disgusting thing that I've seen. All right, we've got a break. We'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. How would you like to earn an extra $10,000 or more a month from the comfort of your home? We show you how to win with a home-based business opportunity. This could be one of the best financial decisions you ever make. Work from home, full-time or part-time. Plus, you'll never have to talk to anyone. Our professional sales team closes all your sales for you, and you keep 70% of all the sales made. You could be earning money while you're sleeping, shopping, working out, wherever you are, day or night. Our system goes to work for you. You can make a great income without any special computer skills or sales training. Plus, you get paid fast. Within just 24 to 48 hours after our professional sales team closes a sale for you, let us help you eliminate your financial concerns. You could be earning enough money to pay off debt, buy a house, a car, or whatever the case may be. We've got you covered. If you'd like to add an extra $10,000 or more a month to your portfolio and you would like to know exactly what we're doing and how we're doing it. Go now to www.getstartedwithus.com That's www.getstartedwithus.com Again, that's www.getstartedwithus.com Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. 
owner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-Keep-It-Today. The reviews for Extendivite are amazing. Here are some from Amazon. September 2018. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I've been using Extendivite for many years now. May 2018. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. March 2018. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. February 2018. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. We are back. During the break, Doctor, I've been reading uh, that's annotated in your story. There's a link, and it was to H.R. 5 in the Senate of the United States, the uh, Equality Act, as they cite. And this was done, um, it was in the Senate, and it was referred in the Senate uh, last May, May 20th. And I'm reading through this thing. And what I've determined, and just reading to point number nine here, and this is where you have your Federalist judges acting other than judges. They're political actors dressed in a costume in a lot of these federal courts. And it says right here in this act, federal courts have widely recognized that in enacting the Civil Rights Act of 1964, Congress Validity invoked its powers under the 14th Amendment to provide a full range of remedies in response to persistent, widespread, and pervasive discrimination by both private and government actors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Many say that's when it was really flipped. Well, we can go back to uh, the 1870s, shortly after the quote-unquote Civil War, to find out that how our government has been flipped, but through these actions, they've granted themselves all rights. I, I mean, enumerated rights here to wade into the states with their brand of morality. I, I don't know what to call this. It's interesting. It It's a vision, I suppose, of society that goes well beyond the broad strokes of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You see, I knew how to say it, not like Joe Biden, who forgot that line. (laughs) Um, 
that everyone does have the right, as long as they are not hurting others, to do what is in their best interest. And generally, if everyone acts that way, people aren't wantonly hurt and you don't go out and murder people. And people will generally be happy. Yes, we need police powers because there's always people who don't even follow anyone's rules, less their own internal rules. And certainly the founding fathers, as uh, they said, we wouldn't need a constitution if all men were angels. So we have to have some laws because we all know we all aren't angels. And even we angels aren't angels all the time. This idea of trying to make people think exactly the same thing and think exactly the same way. And it goes beyond saying, I respect other human beings. I accept that there will be different kinds of people from me. That's one thing than to say, you will obey, you will think exactly what I want you to think. That's where, when we've gone over the edge, and that's where we're coming now. And, and it's very scary. And, and to hear you say that, it just sent a chill down my spine, the way you said that. And, and that's certainly how I feel, and that's what I feel looming over us. We in medicine have seen it happen. We have rules. We've learned to be good doctors. And then there's a point where there are so many regulations, you have to do this and you have to use electronic medical records and you have to see this patient for seven minutes. And But I want to see him for 15 minutes. No, it's seven minutes. All these sorts of things that have piled on to medicine, they talk about physician burnout. And this is one of the reasons that it used to be such, really, I could say a loving profession but that's because you didn't have Big Brother wagging their finger at you every step of the way. And for people who say, oh, but you need the regulations or else you'd be hurting patients. People weren't hurting patients. You don't go into medicine to be a butcher. You go into what, medicine to help patients. What, what, what's the first thing that you learn? First, do what? No harm. Mm-hmm. And you always are doing your best. And it's one of those I look at it as a silly excuse because, number one, people who go to medical school are people who've always strived to be the best and be at the top of their class and all this. Why would suddenly, after you have the MD after your name, you decide to be a slob and do poor work and not do a good job? I mean, that just doesn't even make any sense. So, of course, there's going to be mishaps and things that happen and yes you will get an occasional bad apple but for the most part everyone is trying to do the best they can and when you have a mishap that's why you have malpractice insurance so the patient will get what they can to try to make things right a lot of people marilyn a lot of people do not understand this and here here again it goes to their experience and their education in life that whether you run a hospital or you run a clinic, 
you have a doctor's office and you've got your secretary and you've got a nurse there and you see private patients. However, medical uh, the, the medical technology is being delivered to the patient. It is still a business. And, yes. and what the, the most atrocious thing that I had seen happen here is the insurance companies getting involved with the hospitals, payments, federal payments that are made that have to go to the uh, insurance companies and then the lawyers for the hospitals get involved. What I see anymore is not a business, and it is a business, based on a what? Competitive spirit. What do you have when you've got a business? And I don't care if you're making widgets, playing cards, or you're casting people's broken arms. I don't care what it is. If you're doing the job efficiently and effectively and at a reasonable cost, the only thing that you have to do in that marketplace is to keep doing that. Your patients and your customers will seek you out. What they have done is they have blown that model apart and now we've got, for the third time, going to the United States Supreme Court in front of people that have been politicized beyond belief, and they should not be. But now it's going, they're going to rule for the third time on the constitutionality of the Affordable Care Act. I feel like the Affordable Care Act is like Freddy Krueger. It will not die no matter how hard we try. It was wrong when it was pulled together. I believe Congress and President Obama knew that it was wrong, but they went ahead anyway as a step towards single-payer health care. And huh, here we arrive full circle to Bernie Sanders, who says what a wonderful thing it is, yeah. except... People know it's not a wonderful thing. Ask any Canadian that, yeah, so everyone has, quote, unquote, access to care. But what does that really mean? Uh, you get to go to the physician's assistant at Rite Aid. I, do you get to go to the doctor you really wanted to go to? As they say, the lie of the year, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. And that for so many people. They got shoved out of the insurance plan that they were on and into a managed care network that had a small, specified list of people that they could see, period. Now, you know what they're doing with uh, the two things that all the industrialized nations have done? Have we noticed, folks, they've taken your guns away from you and they've given you national health care. Now, people don't make the correlation between those two. And they never ask the question of why are those things almost simultaneously done in every industrialized country on this planet, save for one, us. We're not giving up the guns because the guns in that Second Amendment is to be used against a tyrannical government when they finally come after you. And that was made perfectly clear by the Founding Fathers, the drafters of the Constitution, the, the amendments, and all of that. And we, we're, we're in a situation now, Marilyn, where now the health care, with all they know what you eat, when you eat, where you shop, everything that you do in your life, they're even listening through the Alexas and the other devices in your own home. The televisions are listening to you. The smart 
Refrigerators are there to remind you when, well, you're running out of something. Technology unto itself is not necessarily a bad thing, but when the technology is used for this intrusive government tyranny into the privacy of your own affairs, what what the hell kind of government do I have here? Privacy has become totally illusory. I told someone in my exercise class who had a Fitbit, and I said, you know that Fitbit data goes directly to Big Brother. And they looked at me and thought, oh, come on. And it's like, no, that it's connected up to the national health data. They have a health information technologies are. I'm I'm assuming this person you were talking to was an adult, right? Oh, yes. But didn't you get the impression that you were looking at a child playing with a loaded revolver? (laughs) That they don't even understand what they're dealing with. Well, it's the Fitbits, and then there was quite the scandal when people found out that the CPAP breathing machines that they use at night, that data also goes there. And it's it's framed as, well, this data can go to your doctor's office, but it goes to the doctor's office via the electronic medical record, and the electronic medical records go to the Office of Health Information Technology. And, of course... It allegedly is de-identified, and I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but (laughs) we all know that de-identified data is identified to someone. Someone gets it with your name on it. Now, I'm a nobody. Nobody would care what happens to me or what I did, but I think about people who may strive to uh, public office or want to be a judge someday. And then they say, oh, well, we know you had an abortion Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, you're pro-life. Well, obviously people, after they have an abortion, many people become pro-life after they realize what they've done. But so that might eliminate somebody and what business is it of anybody's, whether you've had an abortion or you had Uh, some sort of STD, whatever it might be that's an embarrassing physical problem. And not only that, and my psychiatrist friends, they're really apoplectic about the electronic medical records. Who would go in and express your deepest, darkest secrets to someone if you knew this computer was hooked up to some sort of higher source. Let me give you a little example of what you just said. Over in England, where they have the national health care, and now the people are starting to see the little strings attached in order to get that uh, government care. Uh, If you're a hateful person or you're espousing uh, an opinion against another group or whatever, you're denied medical care in England. Mm. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that once people have the green light, you know, the proverbial camel in the tent, well, it's a little late after you see the first and second hump. When you see the camel's rump, you're, you're, you're gone. The nose in the tent is just a warning. The whole damn camel's in the tent right now. And what you just said about conspiracy theory, we have been talking about this in exactly this way for all of these years. And all 
and I repeat and underscore, all of this stuff has come true. But you see, Mar- Marilyn, there's there's nobody in the news media out there, you know, well, these wackos, these deplorables, these this, these that. We're becoming the minority in a flipped country. The people that believed in law and order, that believed, that had a value system, not this screwed up, coke-addled stuff that Hillary and her life partner has been spewing all these years. It takes a village idiot to raise your children. All of this is flat-out socialism and communism. But the problem is, Marilyn, and let me go back to this point, the problem is that there's no comparative, there is no real thinking being done by the public because it has been eliminated from them. Their critical thought, using their own intelligence, using their own judgment, based on the facts. But that's part of this whole thing. When you we go back to the beginning, talking about schools and quote-unquote educating, that if children are taught things by rote, given answers, not taught that you have to work hard to get ahead, all <laughs> these things from I feel like it's yesteryear, then I, I just look at how, how they turn out. They won't have any values. And you said it when you said the group of deplorables that once people are tagged as that, it really doesn't matter how well they've thought out an issue and want to express that issue to someone else. They will not be listened to. I was sitting next to someone at a little ceremony, and they said, boy, I wish we could do something with all those conservatives. And I didn't say it because I was in polite company, but... I really wanted to say, what do you want to do with them? Take them to a gulag and leave them there? It, it was just, why couldn't you accept quote-unquote conservatives as people, just like yourself? You know- and she wasn't talking about killers or rapists, but merely conservatives. And this is a sad state of affairs. It is certainly that. And this comparative thinking has been done away with because our schools have been used as a transmission belt for the government propaganda. I, I mean, I, I, I look at this. And, and people, just because you don't understand communitarianism, doesn't necessarily mean you ain't got a communist in there as president or half of your United States Congress or the other half being crooks covering up for the other wrongdoings of other people. This, we, our standard on how we judge things is how we judge our own lives and the criteria we put on our own lives for quality. You know, no lying, no stealing, no thieving, you know, any of those other things. We do those things, we go to jail. They do it, they get their backside covered up. All right, I've got to take this break. Callers, do not go anywhere. I'll get to you right after this short break for the network. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed a newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, the majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. 
The newspaper doesn't give out the important attention of what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Don't regret growing old. It's a privilege denied to many. Heart disease is taking our youth from us. Young people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond are dying needlessly. One of the hardest messages I've ever had to deliver is to convince people that something natural like Extendivite should be taken as a preventative measure. I'm sure you heard an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Extendivite is that ounce. Take Extendivite for one year and see what your doctor has to say and how much better you feel. Herbs take time to address the problem. It took years of life to have a problem. Give Extendivite one year to fix the problem. Don't wait until it's too late. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or visit us on Amazon. Extend your life with We are back. Let's go directly to the callers. Sally in Alaska. Go ahead. You're on with the good hey, doctor. John. You two make a great tag team. And, doctor, <laughs> for one thing, a friend of mine and I had a, a talk show thing going on in local cable TV up here years ago. And do not know the first words of our bylaw when we set up a corporation. Um, but what I wanted to call about was... Uh, there were injustices in this country when I was growing up, and I'm the same age as you are, John, um, and that hurt me and made me think. But I know the very date that I realized what trouble we were getting into as far as the takeover, and I was pregnant with my son, and I was doing, I was a fee agent for food stamps up here in Homer, and um, I got socked 
by this guy that was cheating, and we had a confrontation. And when I went to took him to court, I was told that the state and they had this state had taken over the role of victim in fourth degree assaults, and that I was no longer the victim or the plaintiff. I was a witness, and I was not allowed in court to listen to what this guy said. Uh, uh, it was that it, the day they made me into a rebel. I, I just well, in and, fact, I it was and and Sally it was just incredible. Sally, uh, that goes yeah. that goes against what common law, and that's something that they've done away with in our court system. It's whatever the judges yeah, really, feel or whatever whatever they can get away with. The judge actually told me, I was so upset. The whole fifth grade class was there, and they knew me. Um, and I was, I was the closest to hysteria I've ever been. I was just shocked. And I stiff, I walked out of the court, stiff-armed the door, and smacked a state trooper right in the face who was standing <laughs> in the alcove outside. He didn't say a word. And I stormed out. And the judge, um, I said, you know, um, that was outrageous. I, and he said, what are you complaining about? You didn't lose the case. The, court, the state lost the case. And I, I said, you can't be that stupid. I said, <laughs> you're, you're telling me I should have socked him in the face with a rock. I mean, this full-grown man with a hard hat on socked me full-on, pregnant, and, and in the face. And, and I, I, he said, no, then I would have had to have you arrested. That was simple assault. Because to have him say, you were not the victim, I said, you didn't get hit. Sa- I did. Sally, that's a simple case of assault. I know. I'll, I'll tell you know. something. That and I wasn't even allowed in the courtroom. Very interesting about these run-ins with the law, and they've done it. Big, big studies on people who have won and people who have lost. And the unifying factor of people being satisfied is if they thought it was fair. Even people who won weren't happy if they thought they didn't win fair and square. And what you're really describing is a sense that you were not treated fairly. You don't want to be treated better than anyone else or worse. It was it, fair. It was frightening. It was frightening because it was a takeover that I I was had not been. I mean, I knew about injustices, but this was this was just a takeover of a right that I had right. that no one discussed with me. You know, as a vic- victim, well, you're not a victim. Just you're just just, a just as you should have the right to have a say in what your children are exposed to in a public school. Sally, I thank you for your call. We're out of time in this hour. Thank you so much. We'll return after the top of the hour here with our good doctor that sees it for what it is. Why? Because she has the wisdom and she has the experience of a lifetime just built, ladies and gentlemen, on accomplishment. And who are we telling, who are we telling you now is there telling you how to live your life. The people that don't have either of them will be back. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. 
Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.